Okay, good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, everybody. Today is Friday, January the 14th, 2022, and I would like to thank all of you that are so used to a uh, Unleashing the Kraken segment or episode coming out in the middle of the week. Obviously, uh, it did not come out simply because there was a lot of there were a lot of stories developing at the time that I felt would have been a little bit of a, you know, a bit of a n- nuisance to sort of report for you folks until there was some more, you know, completion of those stories, which is why I figured it kind of worked out relatively relative to the uh, Ross Coltart interview dropping and and by the way thank you so much for that uh, for the feedback on all of that whether constructive or uh, just you know purely positive I truly truly appreciative but with that being said I figured we would uh, go step by step and basically do a nice roundup of events of the of the past week that we have not yet covered or have not fully followed up on so let's jump into it so first and foremost I just wanted to start off today's reporting by saying, essentially reporting a story that in Canada, and I quote, a judge ruled that his visits wouldn't, excuse me, a Canadian father who has not been vaccinated against COVID has temporarily lost the right to see his 12-year-old child. A a judge ruled uh, his visits would not be in the child's, quote, best interest. It followed a request by uh, the father to extend his visiting time during the holidays. The judgment is the first depriving a parent of access rights on immunization grounds of family law expert told Le Devoir newspaper, end quote, which is a, uh, a uh, an outlet, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, within Canada. Again, I'm not, I personally, I, I fully, fully disagree with that personally. With that being said, I'm not a lawyer. And at the same time, it should not be for me to tell you folks which direction to think, because maybe there's an angle here that I'm missing. With that being said, though, we see this and then we see the, 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 the following story, which is that in the province of Quebec, it seems as though everyone's going to have to be vaccinated no matter what. So, again, and this is exactly what would create the, the uh, an opening for organized crime to create the fake QR codes, all of that. So, again, I mean, we've seen Jordan Peterson, for example, uh, publicly voices concerns. I believe he lives in Nashville now, but essentially saying what's happening in Canada is absolutely ridiculous and insane. Again, interestingly enough, compared to the timing of what happened to our neighbors in the United States, where the Supreme Court knocked down in a ruling, I believe, six to three. We'll get to that shortly. The Biden vaccine mandate. So... I, I, I got to be honest with you, folks. This worries me. As a Canadian, seeing this worries me. Now, I want to be clear for YouTube. This is just my opinion, and even for the audience, too. Please don't let my opinion persuade you in either direction, folks. Please check out the article, look it up, read, and decide for yourself. The next thing is that a GOP oversight committee has released never-before-seen emails of the NIAID director, uh, Dr. Fauci, showing, and I quote, he may have concealed information about COVID-19 originating from the Wuhan lab and intentionally downplayed the lab leak theory, end quote. Now, it then sends a link to the Republicans' oversighthousecommittee.gov website. I want to be honest with you, folks. I do believe that this is more than likely to be accurate in my humble perspective. Uh, However, if I'm being totally honest and consistent, we have to be vigilant to the fact that these, you know, if it's a GOP or a DNC oversight committee, there's going to be some political slantedness in there for, of course, uh, you know, political leverage. Why wouldn't they take advantage of this? What I'm saying is there may be a little bit of tidbits of, you know, BS put into these reports in order to fuel a political agenda on either side. We got to be vigilant of that. I honestly, I. I would prefer to see an independent oversight committee, but even then, what is independent with how the way the Washington apparatus is organized? So, uh, the next thing is that, and I quote, 80 fact-checking organizations worldwide accuse YouTube of aiding disinformation in an open letter. They demand a, quote, structured collaboration, end quote, to superimpose their counter-content on videos to, quote, provide context, end quote. 
this just again they're they're playing both sides against the middle in my humble perspective i think that in my opinion you're going to have a lot of you know intelligence agencies using their media outlets and individuals that they have on the payroll uh, you know ie journalists to 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 make these uh, claims now i'm also saying that for the other side as well so we have to be vigilant to the fact that it's not necessarily one side versus the other it's <laughs> the people versus both sides in my humble perspective because again, if you create the problem and you create the so-called solution, what are you really fighting against if you have a puppet master at the top pulling both strings? Just my opinion, I could be wrong, which will take us to our next uh, point here, which is that Germany does not rule out shutting down Telegram in the country if the messaging app continues to, quote, violate, excuse me, uh, German law. Let's see over here. According to Interior Minister Nancy Pfizer, according to Zeit, I believe that's an outlet in Germany, but I may be mistaken. I don't know specifically what laws the Telegram app is violating. I think I've reported on this before, but I mean, I don't, again, it seems to be, it's interesting. Again, it shows to me, at least personally, there, there's warring factions because when you have, for example, if I'm not mistaken, the CEO of Telegram, you know, attending the World Economic Forum, attending the Bilderberg meetings, and then all of a sudden you have Germany saying Telegram might be shut down. That tells me there's some back-end private, uh, private corporation, government, uh, private versus public industry, internal factions, at a, at a, almost in a non-regulated human level kind of way, if that makes sense. So that's what I get from that, but that's just me. The next thing is that US, uh, UK and US scientists thought it was, quote, likely that COVID accidentally leaked from a laboratory, end quote, but feared further debate would, quote, harm science, end quote, according to The Telegraph telegraph.co.uk right um yeah no not feared science would crumble the narrative that's just my opinion but let's move on uh because I, I mean i think you folks can uh, you know interpret that as you see fit the next thing is that u.s inflation has jumped to seven percent in december from a year ago the highest level since 1982 I'm not an economist. We can look at the data in different ways. I've always said this. I just do this for those that are interested in seeing these type of, or hearing these type of statistics reported in the Kraken segments. Um, I, again, things go up and down. I, <laughs> I guess that's one way to put it, right? So uh, the next thing is that the Prince Andrew civil sex case trial is to move forward, uh, a U.S. judge has ruled. The judge dismissed a motion by Andrew's legal team to have the lawsuit thrown out. Uh, this is, again, following up with that, ironically enough, Britain's Prince Andrew has lost his military titles and patronage amid sex abuse lawsuit Buckingham Palace has announced. The Duke of York will no longer use the style, quote, his royal highness, end quote, in official capacity. Yeah, good. Part of my English. Fuck that guy. Like, I mean, look, we see on the right hand side for those on YouTube, uh, on Twitter here, right? Prince Andrew, no longer his royal highness. <laughs> Cheryl Cole now has more military credentials than Prince Andrew. I mean, it's just too funny. There was a meme that I saw very quickly. I'll bring up that you could see uh, Prince Andrew speaking with Boris Johnson. It was a made up one, obviously, but uh, Prince Andrew's whispering to Boris in that meme saying, listen, if, if you were caught, you were never there. And if they found out, found evidence of you being there, then you just happened to be there for a little bit. And if they found evidence of you being there longer than you said, then you don't remember because you were with me at a Pizza Express. It went something like that. I just, you know, found it hilarious. So anyways, um, the next thing, let's take a look here, is that Boris Johnson said, he, quote, I want to apologize. Uh, yeah, so again, something hilarious occurred, essentially, which is that Boris Johnson, and I'm going to say hilarious, I really, this is my opinion, don't care what people uh, say or think about that, but... UK politicians basically went out partying the evening that Prince Philip died while the Queen was mourning. So, 
again, take <laughs> take that as you as you will. But we will get to that shortly. Um, the next thing is that. Ukraine government says that Biden administration has sanctions ready to go in case Russian tanks cross the border, one official said, according to CNN. It probably will happen. I mean, there's there's sources off the record saying that apparently, again, we got to be vigilant to this, too, that Putin is considering harming his own army at the border to justify an invasion by saying, oh, look, they did that or, you know, NATO did that. NATO provoked me to go in. Look, it's all all possibilities are on the table. I mean, we see declassified CIA documents. The Nixon administration considered doing that with, uh, you know, as, as I've said many times before, bombing parts of Miami to justify going to war with Cuba. So, <laughs> I mean, yeah, it, it of course, of course, like it, it, it people... And then the, the, the masses out there think that this is still something rare. Like, oh, they would only consider doing that in extreme situations. And even then, I doubt. Come on. They, these people are psychopaths. They think about this every day, whether it's Russian, American. Uh, again, I'm not trying to put this to a certain ethnicity or culture. Human on human. Let's be consistent. Uh, the next thing is that cannabis compounds prevent the virus that causes covid from penetrating healthy human cells according to a lab study uh reported by bloomberg again interesting i can bet you can bet that uh, joe rogan will probably be all over that so uh the next thing is that the u.s supreme court as i had reported blocked biden's federal vaccine or test mandate for large businesses with a six to three vote the osha act does not authorize such expansive powers the highest court of the united states said however supreme court of the united states allows biden's other vaccine mandate for health care employees at facilities receiving Medicare and Medicaid funds to stay again a lot of people personally if you guys want my opinion I'm happy that this the court ruled in this way there I I think it was very strong of a very strong of an overreach with respects to these mandates it was putting people in real tough positions uh for to follow up on that Jen Psaki said that Biden will continue to call on businesses to implement vaccination requirements despite the decision by the U.S. Supreme Court earlier today I don't know if the Biden administration could appeal it I think they probably could, but again, I, I'll be honest with you folks, I'm happy to see that there was a ruling made here that was, again, in my humble perspective, <clears throat> excuse me, justified. So, uh, the next thing is that, uh, according to Germany, the Welt publisher, St Stefan Aust, says, and I quote, uh, he doesn't think compulsory vaccination makes sense and warns, quote, if you want us to get into real trouble in this society, this is exactly the way to go. And quote, Welt, which uh, translates to the world, is a German national daily newspaper published as a broadsheet by Axel Springer. Look, this is an opinion, and I got to be honest, be, just because I agree with this particular opinion of Stefan Aust doesn't mean that I should say, yes, everyone out there listening or watching, this is what you should think. Um, I'm inclined to agree with him, but you all have your own perspective, so please decide for yourself, and I genuinely mean that. The next thing is that uh, China's President Xi Jinping will attend Klaus Schwab's Virtual World Economic Forum Davos Agenda event on Monday, uh, communist state media reports, according to the Global Times. Again... I, I see a multi-pronged implication and, and sign there when I see President Xi going to visit Klaus Schwab's World Economic Forum Davos agenda. That tells me, at least, that there's not entire disagreements with respects to Euro the European Union, the West, and China um, overall. Again, it's a... <sighs> It's complicated, and I'm not trying to pretend to say that in a way that I know better than any of you folks. I think a lot of you folks may, in fact, know better than myself. It's it's real. It's more than 5D chess. It gets real tough because you have the economic level, the intelligence level. That that means so many different things, right? So, um, I I don't see this as a good um, a good sign in any way, shape, or form. The question is to what level or extent of I guess you could say depravity or negative density does that does that you know does uh, President Xi visiting Klaus Schwab's World Economic Forum Davos Agenda event mean, right? The next thing is that 
According to Yahoo News, uh, USA Today, all of that, Biden just had a, quote, terrible, horrible, no good, very bad day, and it's going to get worse, end quote. Not trying to shit on Biden, but it is true. His administration did uh, take a lot of hits the last few days, and... I mean, yeah, I'm just going to leave it at that. So (laughs) the next thing is that uh, Poland says that 1.8 million data points of military equipment leaked online. The disclosed catalog, quote, does not pose a threat to state security, end quote, and was not obtained by breaching ICT systems, according to the Polish Armed Forces. Okay, assuming that this was, you know, everything's okay and everything's fine and they're telling the truth. And yes, but again, that's assuming they're even telling the truth. To be honest with you, folks, we got to be vigilant, uh, not necessarily in a in a bad way or maybe not in a good way either, but of what Poland uh, Poland has with respects to its military intelligence data and all of that relative to what it shares with NATO. Uh, quick little side note: I am of the belief, and you'll see why, particularly on the Patreon for those on there, why I think uh, Poland plays a fairly significant part compared to other countries in the extraterrestrial uh, form of disclosure, uh, again, pertaining to that sort of NATO umbrella, but we'll get to that later. The next thing is that Health Minister Lauterbach on the compulsory vaccination in Germany said, quote, it is necessary, it is suitable, and it is moderate. That's why it's necessary to act, end quote. If you want my opinion, folks, I don't know, Mr. Lauterbach. It seems like the people in the streets clearly disagree. So, you know, (laughs) uh, The next thing is that U.S. retail sales fell by 1.9% in December, well below market expectations, according to data just released. Again, I'm not an economist. Depends how you look at the data. With that being said, too, though, I mean, yeah, like, what do you think? When when put left conservative liberal views, all that stuff aside, when the elites are milking the working class where there's almost a point where there's not even a working class, what what do you what do you think is going to happen? I mean, it doesn't like. Anyways, speaking of which, Nancy Pelosi's son, Paul, was involved in five companies probed by the feds as shocking paper trail connects him to a slew of fraudsters and convicted criminals. This was according, I believe the story broke according to the Daily Mail. Take that as you will. And I'm, I'm not trying to be sarcastic. I mean that. Again, we all know, you know, Nancy Pelosi was asked a handful of days ago uh, relative to the time I'm recording this episode about why members of Congress should be able to have family members and do this conduct insider trading. She was asked something along those lines and she nervously took a drink of water from my understanding. And then she went on to say, you know, we believe in a capitalistic free market just with vague answers. She, I mean, a lot of, someone made a good point. Joan Rivers did 1%, if not even a fraction of what Nancy Pelosi's done in terms of criminality. So, again, it's just my opinion. Want to be clear for YouTube because it seems like... Anyways, the next thing is that vaccine dictatorship, in quotes, I want to be clear about that. Many Lebanese refuse the COVID jab. That's what they're chanting. I want to be clear for YouTube so the algorithm doesn't nick me on that. Taking the coronavirus vaccine in Lebanon remains a personal choice despite the country documenting a surging number of daily cases. This is uh, according to Al Jazeera. Take that as you will. The people are speaking. And again, that might, that might not be representative of the entire country, which is why that conversation needs to be further had, in my opinion. So the next thing is that Antony Blinken says, quote, a few weeks left to save Iran nuclear deal. U.S. officials report modest gains during talks in Vienna, but warn that nuclear advances will soon become irreversible. I think Iran, I've been consistent in my personal view on this. I think Iran's had nukes for years at this point. I think it's all a show. So, and it's a show, not maybe not just for us, but for the ones making the negotiations as well, because it's a it's a show of bluffingness, and these meetings are bluffing to see to what extent their nuclear capabilities have reached. 
I don't know. That's just my opinion. I could be very wrong. The next thing is that Turkey and Armenia, this is nice to see, uh, talk normalizing ties after decades of animosity. The neighbors are at odds over various issues, primarily the 1915 mass killings of 1.5 million Amer uh, Armenians Excuse me, in the Ottoman Empire. Right. I'm going to be honest. I, I've come across and met some very nice Turkish and Armenian individuals who have uh, truthfully... Uh, passionate views and i understand both sides uh, uh regarding this i don't want to comment guys and it's not because i don't i'm i'm trying to uh, not walk on eggshells or because i'm trying to walk on eggshells excuse me but more so because i don't have family there i don't necessarily know enough of what's going on the ground to comment i i encourage you folks to anyone here listening on youtube if you want to comment below to maybe explain the situation more clearly again collective citizen journalism as they say that's what i personally encourage because i don't I can't, it's not fair for me to take a stance by just reading some articles, right? So, uh, the next thing is that two civilians have been wounded. Oh, by the way, when Anthony Blinken says only a few weeks left to save Iran nuclear deal, going back to the pre previous point very quickly, I don't believe a word that guy says. So, again, it could mean anything to me. The next thing is that two civilians wounded in a rocket attack on Baghdad's green zone. Uh, two civilians wounded as a rocket strikes a residential complex near U.S. Embassy in Baghdad, Iraqi officials uh, say. I, I got to say, Iraq, Afghanistan, Libya, Syria, this whole thing. What, what's, what, what's going on there? Does it have to do with ET tech? Does it have to do with oil? A little bit of everything? The intelligence community? I mean, it's either we get, we get out or we... And when I say we, I mean respective to that of the West and its allies. We get out or we, we stay in. Like, I mean, it, to me, it's, it's, it's very simple with respect to, again, I know this has to do with the rocket strike, but you see how it mentions a complex near a U.S. embassy in Baghdad? I mean... Is it even beneficial to have that U.S. embassy there? Is the U.S. embassy causing the rocket strikes? And I'm not trying to, say, to side with the people who shot the rockets. I'm not saying that at all. I want to be very clear about that. But, I mean, holy crap. Like, what's no, what progress has been made in Afghanistan, Iraq? Again, going back to the point of, like, when the Taliban took over, my views kind of fall in that same uh, line of thinking, unless I'm missing context here. Again, the only people that suffer are the innocent ones. Look, two civilians wounded in a rocket attack. They're the only ones that suffer. And then now you, again, then we have that debate about should they, the U.S. even, should their embassy even be there, right? The next thing is that Sudan security forces have fired tear gas at anti-coup protesters. A protester and a security officer have been killed as protests continue against the October 25th military coup. <sighs> again, it's conflicting sides and it, it, I, unless we're on the ground there and we don't even, this is not even factoring in all the different countries that probably have more than likely almost with certainty their intelligence agents in there. I mean... <sighs> I'm not trying to downplay this. I, there could be worse things other than tear gas, but at the same time, tear gas should not be fired. I mean, uh, presuming these protesters are peaceful, but at the same time, I'm not advocating for violence, but I can also understand the frustration if... if again, it's tough, guys. I'm, see, this whole thing with Sudan and Kazakhstan and Myanmar, all that, I, it seems like, to me, I see broad picture, it's a shaping operation of some kind. By who, I don't know. Human or not, I don't know. Maybe a bit of both, but it's I see a shaping operation of some sorts. Uh, I could be wrong, though. The next thing is that Kazakhstan unrest highlights tricky terrain of fuel subsidy cuts. From France to Ecuador, Pakistan to Iran, and Zimbabwe to Lebanon, mass agitations over the past three years have revealed the tricky terrain that governments tread as they try to let the market determine energy prices without triggering mass uprisings. Excuse me. Yeah, that'll, that'll do it. I mean, that'll do it. Again, you know what solves this? Free energy. 
so that no one has to worry. But again, that's a long shot sort of wish. But if we're talking true solutions, Um, The next thing is that UAE's Ajman warns of penalties for repeated uh, coronavirus infections. Federal employees in the entire in the emirate, excuse me, of Ajman will not receive paid sick leave if they are exposed to COVID twice. Again, I got to be consistent and fair. Presuming the people are okay with this of the U of Ajman, so be it. And if they're not, then a little bit different because we know the UAE has a certain again, no disrespect to the people of UAE. I know a lot of people from UAE, very beautiful, great people, but the, 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 the leadership, again. And you see, by the way, guys, I see how I have to say this about almost every country, the disconnect between the people of a country and its leaders. You know, and I'm not asking this to anyone in general, but how did we as a human species let this go so far? Let that disconnect go, right? Uh, the next thing is that Nigerians react with joy and resolve to li- uh, lifting of the Twitter ban. Uh, uh, authorities lift the months-long suspension on the social media giant's operations after Twitter agrees to meet uh, the conditions of the Nigerian government, from my understanding. Assuming this was done in the right way, I totally understand. I mean, I believe as of the time when Nigeria banned Twitter, I think it was about five to six months ago from the time I'm reporting this, Twitter freaked out. They're like, we believe in free speech, yada, yada. And everyone tweeted at the Twitter account saying, ah, now you know how it feels when the average person gets censored for simply asking a question, right? So uh, it just goes to show you. The next thing is that a blockade has created hell in Ethiopia's Tigray, according to the World Health Organization. Tigray is under what the United Nations calls a de facto blockade that is preventing life-saving medicine and food from reaching millions. Yeah, you want to know who's got a bigger blockade than that? The Gates Foundation. That's the biggest blockade on the planet right now with respects to those that can't get, uh, not just with COVID, I'm talking about in general. They're also part, I would dare to say, of the cover-up of free energy. To what extent, I don't know, but I would dare to argue that in my humble opinion. So don't this whole WHO, don't give me that crap with the WHO. They, those on the inside, they know what they're doing. It's a theater. Give me a break, in my opinion. The next thing is that thousands of Hindus take holy dip in India, defying COVID surge. Tens of thousands bathe in the frigid waters of the Ganges River in northern India, despite rising COVID infections. Okay, I'm, again, the, the, what, the people can't do what they want? This is just my perspective. Sorry to get passionate, but if they want to do what they want and take the chance of getting sick, let them do it. This is just my opinion. I could be very wrong here, but uh, the next thing is that uh, United Nations chief warns millions of Afghans are on the verge of death. Antonio Guterres pleads with the uh, U.S. World uh, and the World Bank to unfreeze Afghanistan's funds to avert an economic and social collapse. Again, this is what I mean. Middle East, when I meant uh, before Iraq, Syria, uh, Libya, the, the whole thing. Uh, the next thing is that, oh, go figure, BlackRock hits a record $10 trillion, uh, $10 trillion in assets under management. A surge in its fourth quarter flows to BlackRock's exchange-traded funds helped the firm become the first asset manager to hit the, one, the $10 trillion milestone. $10 trillion in U.S. dollars from my understanding. You see, you see, just these last two points of what I've been reporting, do you see the disconnect between, between this? Again, it comes. It has to do with the ones at the top. The same ones at the top that are saying, oh, you know, we need them to unfreeze Afghanistan's funds and all that are the same ones raking in these trillions. General, I'm not, obviously not specifically at an individual level, but maybe in some cases. But you see my point here, folks? Just like I said about Dr. Malone, we can argue, and I want to be very careful with respects to YouTube here, the same government that is ridiculing him also employs him and has given him billions of dollars of grants and also employs him to work for DITRA, Defense Threat Reduction Agency, in addition to artificial intelligence and biorobotics with respects to nerve agents, as he said on, on the Rogan podcast. So again, take that as you see fit. So 
The next thing is that Pegasus, used to target El Salvador activists and journalists, according to a report, a Citizen Lab watchdog, or sorry, the Citizen Lab watchdog says that Israeli NSO group spyware used by operator working in country since early 2020. Again, doesn't surprise me. Doesn't surprise me. Uh, if you check out the previous interview with Ross Coltart, he brought up about how he tested and pr uh, uh, seemingly proved that almost every phone everywhere in the world could be hacked in most cases, or if not in all cases. Uh, the next thing is that Brazil's Bolsonaro accuses the Supreme Court justices of partisanship. The far-right president says two justices favor his left-wing rival Luiz Inácio Lula da Silva before October's election. He's provoking. He's just trying to poke the metaphorical bear to just stir stuff up, and it probably will work, because it gets people talking about it, right? It got me talking about it, to be fair. So, the next thing is that Colombia says its consul in Haiti was threatened after the Moise killing. A foreign minister says threats occurred after consul tried to give aid to detained former soldiers i think that again i have no proof of this just my opinion i'd say cia is behind this just my opinion uh speaking of which following up with that dozens of cuban protesters plan to face trial this week relatives say demonstrators were detained during unprecedented july protests against food shortages rising pro uh, prices and other grievances and in addition to that, a state win for Venezuela's opposition masks deeper problems. Despite a symbolic victory in Hugo Chavez's home state, analysts say the opposition has few options left. And then finally, Nicaragua's president is sworn in again. Daniel Ortega won a fourth consecutive term in an election widely regarded as a sham. You might say, Dave, why did you report four, uh, four or five uh, points uh, pertaining to Latin America all consecutively without commenting on each of them individually like you normally do? Why? I think the CIA's got a hand in all those things there. And it's just my opinion. I could be very wrong. But those, what you just heard, uh, if you got to play it back real quick, folks, I think all those, this is why I, yeah, I don't trust it. I don't trust it. I, I which leads us to speculation because then that leads us to conclude the headline from the the article itself may not even be accurate so we got a question at all i mean this is my opinion but the next thing is that quote be afraid cyber attack in ukraine targets government websites a disruption comes as tensions with russia escalate as nato and eu promise to help kiev weather further attacks again yeah very possible but very possible this was done by the, an intelligence agency to you know then put out to the public to prepare for some type of battle uh speaking of which i believe that putin is also considering putting uh, deploying soldiers to latin america as well so that's also interesting too um again tit for tat the u.s thinks that he's strictly bluffing but again let's that that's iffy he might do it i, I don't know obviously i'm not on the inside at all but um, I personally, I look in the eyes of a guy like Putin and he's the type to call a bluff from time to time. Let's just say, um, then, and I'm not trying to say that in a way of, oh, we all have to fear him. Not at all. But at the same time, we got to be vigilant. The guy's not, uh, uh, he's not exactly a spring chicken either. Let's say, uh, the next thing is that as the queen mourned alone, the UK government staff held parties. And I, again, speaking about earlier two lockdown, uh, two lockdown breaking Downing street gatherings were held on the eve of Prince Philip's funeral in April, 2021, a newspaper alleges Downing street has apologized to Buckingham palace for two staff parties in number 10, the night before Prince Philip's funeral, the gatherings first reported by the telegraph took place on April 16th, 2021, and went on until the early hours. 
The prime minister's spokesman said it was, quote, deeply regrettable that this took place at a time of national mourning, end quote. Boris Johnson was not at either party, but he faces questions over alleged COVID rule breaking at number 10. Again, this is why a lot of people, as of the day I'm recording this, went outside of Downing Street. Uh, I don't know, Buckingham Palace or Downing Street? Please forgive me if I confuse the location, but dressed up as Boris Johnson with a bunch of beer saying, We're, this is a work day, and they're imitating Boris with the hair, the mask, the whole thing. I found it hilarious because, again, it's th- that action speaks a thousand words in my opinion. So uh, take that as you will. Not to mention the cocaine found in, anyways, in Boris's offices and all that. But the next thing is that North Korea fires more missiles and warns U.S. of, quote, stronger reaction. The launch comes as Yan Yang accused United States of intentionally escalating the situation by calling for tougher sanctions. It's hard to, look, it's a, it's a tit-for-tat chess game. There's a few different things here going on with North Korea specifically that I think they, I think North Korea plays a significant part in whatever overarching agendas attempted to be disseminated by the Western and its allied intelligence agents. But even then, the allies may not even, um, excuse me, the allies may not even know of the compartmentalized plans relative to the, what the U.S. is keeping secret. And that's what I, that's just my opinion with respect to where that comes into play. Uh, the next thing is that the Myanmar military replaces its Air Force chief amid a bombing campaign. Mang Mang Kya, a general under U.S. sanctions, reportedly removed from the post he had held since 2018. Okay, I mean, we will follow up on this. Again, Myanmar, as I mentioned, you know, lots to speculate on. So could that be an intelligence uh, apparatus or operation that was uh, many months or, or weeks or maybe even years in the making? Was this Myanmar coup, you know, pre-planned, so to speak, by various intelligence uh, foreign adversaries? I, we got to speculate, guys. We don't know. We really don't. Um, the next thing is that a Chinese spy infiltrated UK Parliament, MI5 alleges. Uh, for those not familiar, that is the intelligence agency of the UK. Intelligence agency says the female Chinese national engaged in political interference activities on behalf of Beijing. Yeah, they're all doing it to each other. So, I mean, I'm to be honest with you, I wonder why this story of all things made it made the rounds publicly. But uh, the next thing is that a Chinese woman is stuck in a blind date's home by abrupt COVID lockdown. Parts of the central Chinese city of Zhengzhou, hopefully I pronounced that correctly, went into sudden lockdown while the woman was having dinner at her date's residence. I just want to report that because that's in- interesting in a way that, again, she's actually stuck there. It seems funny, but to be honest, imagine if you were stuck somewhere for that long period of time. That's quite, in my humble perspective, you know, frightening in a way because then it shows the, the authoritarian rule of the government respective to where you live. But the final thing pertaining to China is that Beijing's South China Sea claims, quote, gravely undermined rule of law, end quote. The U.S. State Department questions Beijing's claims of sovereignty over more than 100 features in the disputed sea. Yeah, again, it's back and forth, tit for tat. Um, it's no coincidence that allegedly this is all being built up relative to off-the-record sources saying uh, that ten- tensions with going to war with China are even higher than that of the Cold War. I mean, you can argue the Cold War was a theater or a front in a lot of regards, but, you know, there's a lot. I mean, there's a lot. For, you know, um, for example, if we uh, hop here very quickly onto DuckDuckGo and we type in U.S. sanctions... Let's just take a look here very quickly in the news, um, in the news section. Uh, U.S. Senate declines new sanctions against Nord Stream 2. Uh, North Korea fires fresh missiles in response to U.S. sanctions. I mean, it, you know, uh, Iran, they're talking about sanctions. So, you know, Russia warns it will sever ties with the U.S. if it sanctions Putin over Ukraine crisis. Uh, all, 
it's all over. The sanctions are flying. So, I, I, you know, at that point, not sure what to make of all this. But with that being said, folks, I hope you enjoyed today's Kraken Roundup. Uh, we do have uh, some more public co uh, content coming for you folks uh, later today, in addition to a new, uh, fresh, uh, members-only episode, the regular, traditional kind that those that are members on the Patreon know and love so much. So with that being said, folks, thank you so much for listening or watching, and we'll catch you all very, very soon. Cheers.